Join the Wall Street Journal's Tech Live Cybersecurity on June 6, 2024, in New York City, to be at the forefront of shaping the future of cybersecurity and creating a more secure digital landscape. Use the discount code PODCAST to receive $200 off your registration fee. Visit wsj.com slash techcyberpodcast to learn more. Coming up on Money Beats, look at the week ahead. It is 2017. It is January. It is the first week. A lot of data. We're getting thrown right in. We got some uh, measures on the manufacturing index services. And, of course, Friday is the jobs report. This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. Welcome to the Money Beat Podcast. This is our look at the week ahead. And the week ahead, folks, is the first week of 2017. Uh, to help me to help me with it, uh, I have Telus Demos on my right here in the studio. Telus, how are you? I'm great. It's good to see you again, yeah. my friend. Excited about 2017. Oh, can't wait for 2017. And calling in from D.C., Ben Lubsdorf, uh, one of our econ writers down in the nation's capital. Ben, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am all right. I'm, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm a little tired of the holidays. I'm ready to turn the page. It's just, it's such a marathon. It's such a grind. Anybody feeling it? Yeah. Am I the only one? Is really part of the holidays? I often, I, I have this sort of internal debate. Like, are the holidays over once Christmas is over, or do you have to start sort of counting until after New no, Year's? No, it's after New Year's. I mean, Monday is a national holiday. Holiday. Yeah. We were all off, so right, Ben. Right, there's nothing on the calendar because Monday we're all off. Uh, there is nothing on the U.S. calendar for Monday. Right, so I I say yes. Still the holidays. All right, not a great one though. Let's be honest. You know, you you get a lot of great uh, marathons on TV. I used to the James Bond one was the, my favorite one as a kid. I think it was like TNT. Yeah, all they would of, show James all, Bond all, all of them in a row. Yeah, which you know. If you like them individually, you will not like them all in a row. Uh, just <laughs> FYI. Okay. Uh, so you have that to look at. That, that's part of our look ahead, uh, folks. And let's, let's be a little more more focused here. Ben, uh, last week was just, I mean, really just brutally slow. I mean, just not a lot on the calendar. Does the calendar st- or when does the calendar start to pick up? Uh, it's going to pick up really quickly. Yeah. Uh, we've got a really full docket of economic data coming in for the first week of the year. Uh, you know, it's all backward looking. It's all it's all mostly December data. But it gives us, uh, we should by the end of the week have a pretty good picture of how the U.S. economy ended the year. You know, on Tuesday yeah. we get uh, the ISM manufacturing PMI mm-hmm. report. Mm-hmm. That's a really closely watched gauge of industrial activity. It's expected to be up a little uh, in December. We're getting uh, auto sale numbers in on Wednesday. On Thursday, we get the ISM non-manufacturing report, so that will give us a sense of the service sector, which gets, I think, less attention than manufacturing, even though it's a far larger part right. of the economy. And economists are expecting a small pullback in that index, that ISM gauge, but it's still going to be pretty high. It's still going to well, and 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 that one solid growth. That that one, especially given the fact that is that looking at December? It is right. 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 So, I mean, I would think, you know, December being the retailer's biggest part, biggest time of year, I would think that should be especially important. Right. So it's seasonally adjusted. So if things come in about where they're supposed to on the retailer side, that wouldn't that wouldn't do too much to the non-manufacturing mm-hmm. things. But it's, it's really important for us to watch, I think. We get so much data on the 
industrial side of the economy, you know, with IP and these ISM and market indexes and inventories and all this. And we know so little about what's going on in, you know, healthcare or the whole, just the whole service side of the economy that when we do get good, reliable data like this, we like to watch it pretty carefully. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, the consensus is for a reading of 56.8, that's down from 57.2 in November, but it's still pretty high. It's still uh, above where economists thought we'd be ending the year. And that's that index has been a little choppy, but it's signaled pretty much continuous expansion for about seven years. So as long as that side of the economy looks okay, we can power through some of this weakness that mm-hmm. we've seen on the manufacturing side. And, of course, on Friday, we're getting the jobs report for December. Right, right. Let's hold off on the okay. jobs report for a second because I, I want to talk about that a little more. I'm curious, like, how, how much fluctuation in those forecasts have, have we seen since – uh, the election, like, have have economists been like kind of materially changing a lot of like what they expected for any of those short term or, or, or kind of you know medium term indicators, or uh, have have we not yet gotten to the point where people are where like serious economists are updating their models um, based on you know potential policies or what the market's been doing mm-hmm. or anything like that? I think we've seen some economists say that they're expecting fiscal stimulus in the new year and tax cuts or infrastructure spending or some combination of that. And we've seen a bunch of economists sort of raise their forecasts for inflation and growth headed into the new year. Uh, I think that a lot of economists, though, don't, since we don't know what's going to happen, are pretty low to put themselves out too far on stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I think we got a taste of that when the Fed held its last meeting and Janet Yellen came out and said, you know, some people on the committee, some participants raised their forecast because they uh, saw more fiscal policy changes coming. But she sort of indicated that most people, or at least many people, want to wait and see what's actually going to happen before starting to make assumptions about what will happen. But, you know, we've seen big increases in consumer sentiment gauges since the election. Mm, Right, Uh, right. Some combination of people feeling glad that the election is over and people having higher expectations going forward. I'm not sure we've seen that show up in sort of broader harder data on the economy. Things, Obviously, these ISM indexes are sentiment indexes, but they have a pretty good track record on right. following the actual business cycle. So we're starting now to get the data for December, for November, that might actually show some effect from the election. Yeah. That, should co- that should come into focus in the next few weeks. All right. Let's, let's take a Excuse me, folks. Let's take a quick break here. We'll back on the other side because coming out this this upcoming week is the queen mother of data points. And you don't want to miss that. Talking, of course, about jobs. Join the Wall Street Journal in New York City on June 6, 2024, for the inaugural Tech Live Cybersecurity to network and hear from leading cybersecurity experts across a variety of sectors on how to combat cybersecurity threats mitigate crippling attacks, and safeguard privacy on the individual and organizational level. Use the discount code PODCAST to receive $200 off your registration fee. Visit wsj.com slash techcyberpodcast to learn more. Hi, my name is Jason Gay. I'm a sports columnist at the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, there's a sports columnist at the Wall Street Journal, buddy. I also have a podcast, The Free For All, where we talk a little sports and we talk about everything else as well. People from around the journal and the bigger universe talking about culture, life, politics, everything that's out there today. It's a free-ranging, fun conversation. I urge you to listen to it. And if you don't, I'm going to knock on your door tomorrow. Free For All. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. 
Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Money Beats. Look at the week ahead, which is the week ahead. We're looking at the first week in December. Uh, This is December 2016. We're looking at the first week in January 2017. Turning the calendar, turning the page. Uh, Joined in the studio today by Telus Demos. How are you, Telus? Hey, I'm great. And in D.C., Ben Lubsdorf. And Ben, uh, the, the big event this week, of course, coming up is the jobs report on Friday. Absolutely. You know, this is every month it's the big event, uh, whatever week it falls in. And this is the end of the year. You know, this is the December data. And this will give us, uh, you know, a look back at the full year. And based on the first 11 months, I think we can say with some confidence that it's been a year where we've seen stronger wage growth than we had earlier in the recovery. We saw a definite step down in job creation. Uh, from the really strong pace that we were seeing in 2014, 2015, it's mm-hmm. been slower uh, this past year, but not not it hasn't been so slow that it's warned. It's caused people to start warning about a recession. It was it that anticipated way. that slowdown? Yeah, a lot of people were saying, you know, the economy is approaching full employment. You don't need as many jobs to be created to reduce slack in the labor market. In fact, if you think that slack is almost gone and you have a slow growth in the broader economy. And very, you just wouldn't expect to see that many jobs being created. And that's, in fact, what's happened. We've averaged about 180,000 for the first 11 months of the year. And the economists looking forward to Friday's report think that we're going to see 185,000 for December. So just around where we've been for the full year. Yeah, you know, I, I, the thing that I think is interesting, and it won't be answered on, on Friday morning at 830, but probably won't be answered all year, really. I mean, it's, it's a much larger issue. But I think it's something people should keep in the back of their heads. Uh, I don't know, if you, Ben, if you saw the story that Jeff Sparshot did that's on uh, the website today. Mm-hmm. I guess it came out yesterday um, about the, the small factors that have, you know, f- small factories that have basically no employees. Did you see that story? Yeah, the, the so-called non-employer right, uh, right. companies. I mean, I think this is really, you know, there are trends in the economy. There are trends in job creation that I think are much larger and structural than whatever stimulus the new administration wants to put in or, or whatever the Fed thinks they can do to goose rates to, you know, p- promote job creation. Um, I, I think there there is a big issue in this country going on right now with with job with, with how jobs are being created. And a lot of it has to do with technology. Where does that go? Where is that taking us? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've had this very, very long run trend in the economy where the United States has seen fewer factory jobs, fewer manufacturing jobs, and a shift towards services. That's been going on for decades. And you also have some really troubling trends that have been showing up over the last decade or even longer. We've had this very long-run decline in the number of prime-age men who are working. That's been going on as far back as the data goes to the immediate Mm -hmm. aftermath of World War II. For the last 15 years or so, we've seen the share of women who are working going down. It's stagnated. Uh, there was very strong growth in female participation in the workforce for decades that gave the economy a real boost. That has gone away now. And that's one of the big reasons why economists looking forward to the next decade or so think that we're going to see growth at 2% or less, uh, just that we don't have the kind of workforce growth we used to. And that factors into the kind of jobs that are being created as well. Now, of course, you have a new administration coming in. Uh, Donald Trump has made clear that one of his goals is to raise economic growth to 3.5%, 4%, that's going to be tough to do uh, with those uh, long-term forces at work. Uh, 
But, you know, there are short-term things that can matter. You mentioned stimulus, you mentioned fiscal stimulus, you mentioned interest rates. Those things will affect things in the short run. But you're right, we do have these very long-run trends that are difficult to to overcome. Well, and we've also seen, I mean, I, I feel like part of the story of the last 15, especially the, the, the period from like 2000 to the kind of financial crisis, was growth, but not a, like sort of jobless growth, right? Like you would see right. economic growth, um, but you wouldn't necessarily find that accompanied by by jobs. And and I, I think one thing that's that's also not often enough discussed as part of this job question is what effect like corporate consolidation has had on oh yeah on, oh, on, on always, job creation right so 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 we've you know we, we've been going through this jobs. this 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 wave of M and A and mm-hmm. you know corporate activism and things like that that have you know seen companies consolidate try and get bigger try and you know scale up. Right. Um, and, and well, and that's what th- synergies th- always are, yeah, right? It's right, always synergy. It's always is, a polite way of saying we're going to cut well, people. Accretive is a code word for right. synergy, which is a code word for often job cuts. Yeah. Right. Um, and so you know, and and so that has you know what what we saw a couple of years ago was you know big gains in corporate profits. You know, companies looked like they were doing very well, but they just weren't needing to hire any more people. Yeah. So so one 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 thing I know that's that, that's on the table, you know, as as a, as a potential you know growth booster for the next year is. Um, is uh, allowing companies to repatriate taxes, basically a tax holiday for, for I'm sorry, repatriate overseas money, giving them a tax right, holiday right, right. to We've do been so. There. We've and been what I there. think a lot of people say is that, okay, companies sure would like to use that money in part to buy other companies in their industry, right? right? So you'd or, see or that just, kind of you know, sparking do bigger a lot of M&A. Dividends, buybacks. I mean, we've seen right. what so, they did this before, and we saw what they did with the yeah, money. Yeah, so, but, but, okay, so, so put, but putting that aside, say that they do spend it to, to, to on the companies yeah. themselves, they'll probably do M&A with it, and that probably right. leads to more cuts. I mean, one of the things that was, I think, not always appreciated about the the carrier situation was that you know carrier is part of a giant conglomerate which is you know united, united technologies. technologies and a, one of the reasons that they'd been able to you know eliminate jobs over the years is because they had consolidated a lot of especially yeah. the kind of and not just the factory jobs but like the office jobs kind of the the white collar jobs back office so stuff yeah I, I think that that's a part of the job discussion that isn't 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 talked about enough right um you're right so there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I know we we have a hard out and we have to let Ben go because he's got somewhere to go. So, Ben, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And tell us, thank you very much. Thanks, Paul. And everyone, thanks for listening and stay with us in 2017. We are very excited about all the things we're going to be doing, a lot of podcasting, a lot of guests, a lot of specials. Uh, so stick with us and we'll talk to you soon. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.